What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Project Ultra Podcast. If you're a first-time comer, welcome. Hopefully, I don't weird you out too much. But today, we're going to talk about veganism versus the carnivore diet. See which one's better for you in your fitness journey. First off, a couple disclaimers. I am not a doctor or a registered dietitian. So if you do consider on doing one of these diets, please talk to your doctor or a registered dietitian because these diets can be very detrimental to your health if done wrong. So please just don't be an idiot and do these diets safely and effectively as possible. Other than that, let's get into this. Alright, so first off, I want to get into the claims of both diets. Of course, it's a basic generic stuff. You'll lose weight, have more mental clarity, you have more energy. Um, just kind of the basic and generic stuff that you hear from all diets. And the thing about it is, like, you do not have to go on some crazy, ridiculous diet to lose weight. Really, all you need is just being a caloric deficit, which cut 500 calories off of your diet, and you'll start losing about, what, half a pound or a pound of weight each week? That's all you really need. You don't have to go on some crazy, intense diet, which chances are you're most likely going to fail anyways. And there's no point of it. Just cut 500 calories off of your diet. Second thing is, of course, once you cut out like processed foods or the refined sugars, of course, you're going to have more energy because you're eating better foods. And that and that's really just it, like just cutting out the processed carbs and all the refined sugars and you're going to start feeling better. And that's one of the things... <clears throat> A lot of people get wrong. They think you have to go on some crazy, ridiculous diet, and you don't have to. It's it's simpler than you think. So, first, I want to get into a couple of the vitamin deficiencies that you can get in both diets. And probably one of the main problems I have with the carnivore diet is just the absolute lack of fiber in the carnivore diet like you're getting no fiber and if you don't know like fiber is just an extreme important part of your diet that you just have to get and it's it feeds your gut microbiome which if you don't know what your gut microbiome is it's pretty much like trillions of little microbes in your gut that serve to that serve your health. Like, if you don't know, like 70% of your immune system resides in your gut. And fiber is the thing that fuels those good microbiomes or microbes. There, there's this amazing book called Fiber Fueled. And you've never heard of it, please go check it out. It's such a great book. And it explains, like, the importance of fiber. And it's extremely important to your health. And that's that's really the main problem that I have with it. 
Now, there are a couple vitamin deficiencies, such as vitamin A, C, E, K, which, for the most part, you can get those by eating organ meats, such as liver or heart. Taking a nose-to-tail approach to the carnivore diet will cover most of those vitamin deficiencies. Uh, Potassium is another thing that's kind of hard to get on the carnivore diet, which mainly you, you just want to have to supplement with that. And other than that, that's about it. The rest you can get from taking taking a nose-to-tail approach to a carnivore diet, which if you don't know what, what I mean by nose-to-tail approach, pretty much just not wasting anything of an animal, like eating all of it. So... And that's including all the organs. I've seen two, uh, a couple people on the carnivore diet, like even eating, eating and cooking the brains of a cow. Like it'd be like that. Now, going on to the vegan diet, one of the main questions I get from the vegan diet is the protein content. You get a lack lack of protein, which is simply just not true. You get plenty of protein on the vegan diet, and it's a very annoying question. I do my add, but you get plenty of protein on it. Protein's not hard to get, and you're not going to be deficient in it. It's super easy to get. It's not hard. I've seen plenty of vegan bodybuilders getting 180 grams of protein easily every day. So it's not hard to get protein from a vegan diet. Iron is another thing, which, once again, it's very easy to get enough iron on a vegan diet. Just like a handful or two of spinach or a serving or two of pumpkin seeds and you're covered. Not only that, you can combine that with vitamin C, and that increases the absorption of the iron. So you're not going to be deficient in it. Omega-3 fatty acids is another big thing. For the most part, you're going to have to supplement with it, but you can also get some omega-3 fatty acid seeds, which those are chai, hemp, and flax seeds, which those are really big. They're a great source of fiber, and they come into your body originally as ALA, like, oh, I forgot what it stands for, but they come into your body as ALA, and then they get converted into DHA in, like, very small percentages, which DHA is the omega-3 fatty acids. So, and it usually takes about three tablespoons of the chai seeds to meet your daily servings of omega-3 fatty acids. Now on to B12. Once again, it's not hard to get B12. You're mainly just going to have to supplement with B12. That's what I do. Also add nutritional yeast, which that's also a great source for B12 into some of my foods. Vitamin D. Which, if you really want vitamin D, just go outside in the sun 
just get like a suntan, like, you know. <laughs> and creatine is another big one. And for that one, you're just going to have to supplement. I don't know where else you're going to begin creatine on a vegan diet. But other than that, that pretty much covers all the vitamin deficiencies from both diets. All of them you can cover from another source or just supplementing them. So it's not hard to get all of your vitamins for both diets. And you can be covered. Alright, so next thing I want to get into is a couple of the supposed toxins from both diets. And I guess you can say they're not really toxins. Just something to kind of like look out for. As for the plant vegan diet, such as glutens, lectins, and phytic acids can be a problem, such as they can cause gas or bloating of the stomach if eating a lot of. And a good way to avoid eating a large amount of lectins is to soak them, soak and boil them in water for a couple minutes and that destroys the active lectins. For example, just taking a can of beans, soaking them and boiling them in <clears throat> in some hot water and you're good to go. Like and destroys all the active le lectins in there. Or you can gradually add them into your diet. So starting off with half a tablespoon one week. Then increasing that to a full tablespoon next week and just gradually adding them to your diet, which is something that I didn't do when I started the diet, which was a bad idea because I was, it was not good. All my farts were silent and deadly. Like, it's not good. But as for the animal talking, toxins, ugh, I can't speak. Uh, you can't have a protein or urous acid overload, which eating a lot of protein can cause damage to your kidneys, and increasing your urous acid levels can cause gout, which if you don't know what gout is, it's a form of arthritis symptoms that, which the symptoms are just attacking of pain, swelling, and redness or tenderness in the joints. And eating a lot of salted meats can affect your blood pressure if that's a problem for you. So those are just a couple of the things they have to watch out for in this diet. And other than that, that's about it. Now going to the cancerous argument. I know a couple people say that uh, the carnivore diet lowers your risk of cancer or all of this or that, which I know Jordan Peterson is one of the more bigger advocates for the um, carnivore diet. I know his daughter got, he went on and she felt fine, her depression got lost, and which that's a good thing for her. I'm glad that her depression's gone, but... Another thing is, there's a study over 1,000 children with her disease, which is juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. And so, 1,000 children with the disease achieve, 
achieved remission within five years of diagnosis and was 50%. Multiple studies have calculated this remission rate to be 47%. So it's not hard to say that uh, remission from this disease was achieved and you just linked it to your most recent dietary change. That's what I'm trying to say here, if that makes any sense. Now back on to the cancerous argument. Meat has been linked to an increased risk of develop, developing correctional cancer and it's said to, be, to increase the rate by 5-6%. to 6%. While vegans on the other hand have been shown to have a low risk lower cancer rates of out of any diet. And according to the academic ac, ugh, I can't speak today. According to the Academic of Nutrition and Dietetics, an evidence evidence based reviews show that vegetarian diets is associated with a lower risk of death from isometric heart disease. Ve- vegetarians appear to have lower lower low density of protein, cholesterol levels, lower blood pressure, and lower rates of hypertension and type 2 diabetes than meat eaters. Vegetarians also have a lower body mass index and lower overall cancer rates and lower risk of chronic disease. If you did not get any of what I just said there, pretty much the vegan diet just lowers your, lower your rates of getting sick or getting cancer. And overall, like, there is no long-term research on the carnivore diet. And it's just simply absent. And overall, the vegan diet is just simple. It's well, not well, not simpler. But it's just better and healthier. There's studies to back this up. And and once again, you're cutting out fiber from the carnivore diet. On the carnivore diet. And uh, I've, I've lost my words. Like you're cutting out fiber out of the carnivore diet. And I please recommend you to... Go search up the microbiome and the importance of fiber. Go look look into Fiber Fueled. It's such a great book. And fiber is just an extremely important part of your diet. So overall, I think the vegan diet is just better. The science supports it. And 